Hello, Bible Beaters! Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell speaking. Joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vessner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Uh, not too bad, Caleb. Not too bad anyways? How's it going anyways? Pretty good. Uh, did you have a good weekend anyways? It was pretty good. Yeah? Nothing too crazy. Me neither. I stayed sober all weekend. Thus, I have nothing to talk about. I, d- <laughs> I did not stay sober. Yeah? I broed out. Broed out or yeah, down? Yeah, broed out. Broed out. Broed bro down. Broed down. Watch football Sunday. Watch Tiger win the first fucking tournament in five years. He won something? He won. My friend's going to be so excited. Dude, you should have seen the crowd of people losing it at the tournament. It was fucking insane. Even it's, when he was hey, at his peak, hang not on, that many people hang followed Hang on. Yeah. It's golf. Who gives a fuck? I love golf. But, okay, A, not a sport, <clears throat> and B, boring as fuck. It's absolutely a sport. Not a sport, Kyle. How? Okay, there's a, a sport is athleticism. Yeah. Combined. Golf is athleticism now. Not really. It is now. Anyways, my definition no of sport. No fat John Daly's could win tournaments anymore. My s- definition of sport is athleticism combined with an offensive and defensive aspect. Golf is <laughs> A, not athletic, and B, has no defensive aspect. You're playing. You can't prevent someone from scoring. It has to have an offensive and defensive aspect. Exactly. Exactly. There's that. a lot of things that are sports that aren't sports to you then. Yeah. So tennis, definitely a sport. Yeah, of course. All the team, most of the team sports, um, golf, not a sport. Bowling, not a sport. Is curling a sport? Fuck no. Of course not. I thought you'd. Uh, you kind of play defense. Debate me hard. Me debate. I me don't hard totally that. disagree. I just if you if that's your definition, it's hard for me to argue against it. Yeah. Because why would you say golf is a sport? Huh? Because it's absolutely athletic. It's, no, not really. Yeah, it is. And games of skill are not and sports. precision are, are also sports. Uh, yeah, some are. Dart Is darts a sport? No. It's a game of skill. You absolutely need no athleticism whatsoever, just coordination. It's the same as golf. There's fat piece of shit golfers still to this day. Not anymore. Women are golfing, dude. Yeah, but women do everything. <laughs> They're in their own league, though. They're not winning. I know. <laughs> um, they should just... Why can't they just tee off from the men's tees and, like, still compete? There's got to be somebody good enough. Women? Yeah. Not even close. Not even close? Well, the problem with golf specifically is they can't hit it nearly as far. That's what I mean. They, yeah. There's not a single chick that can even come close? No. Are wow. you kidding? I didn't know that. Name one sport. Oh, yeah, it's not a sport. Sorry. Uh, golf isn't a sport, but... No, I figured golf would be <laughs> the, the chick, one. Chicks have a biological disadvantage. They're not as strong. Of course. I just thought that would be the one where they might be able to compete. No, like tennis should be one. You know what I mean? No, guys can hit way harder <laughs> and they're faster. <laughs> it's everything, though. But golf is kind of just swinging. You're standing still. You know what? At the younger levels, some women are pretty good. Like when, when girls like develop early, like 14. Yeah. Some like 14-year-old Asian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some 14-year-old Asian chicks like win the, the, the women's PGA. My cousin uh, competed. So they would probably beat 14-year-old In the Canadian sometimes. young women's. Uh, LPGA or something. She like uh, plays. She did. She won a BC tournament and like placed in the nationals. Really? She's, yeah. Dana, if you ever hear this podcast, you're awesome at golf. Golf's a shit. Golf sucks. Uh, football was awesome. Probably because you're bad at it. No, I, th- I am bad at it, yeah, but that yeah. doesn't. Yeah, that does matter. Not really. Yeah, because you suck at it's it. It's boring. I don't understand why yeah, people you watch suck. it. Yeah, because you suck. Yeah, losing. Losing's boring. It's all about the equipment. No, it's golf not. Okay. How come? I have ten year old clubs. Dude, my. 
My friend watches golf all the time. It's constantly on. I can't stand it. Yeah. Every single commercial is like, buy more expensive shit. Buy better clubs. Buy better balls. Buy better gloves. Buy better cleats. It's all bullshit. People are always trying to fix their game with equipment. Yeah. But it doesn't work. It's bullshit. It's a fucking bullshit sport. And you can't Oh, compete. you just called it a sport. It's not a sport. Check and mate. Dude, whatever. Because <clears throat> culture, the parlance of our times. <laughs> oh, says sport. you slipped up. Yeah, I did slip up. The point is, it's a bunch of bullshit, and you can't compete with inferior gear. Yeah, you can. Not really. It depends. Are you better than the other person? Because what's inferior gear? I'm not talking about, okay, the same two pro golfers. One has, like, piece of shit clubs, and the other has What? What's piece of shit? $100 clubs. Well, yeah. Well, no, you can't compete. So you need to buy the best gear. Well, you can't have piece of shit. That's what I said. No, you just don't need the best. What do you need? So I'm middle of the road now. You can have older clubs. My clubs are 10 years old. They're fine. And you can compete. I just get new grips. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, I feel like we sufficiently bored everybody. Um, would you like to get I don't know. I'm kind of curious what else isn't a sport to you. So gymnastics not a sport, obviously. That's athletics. Even though they're unbelievably athletic. Yeah, but there's no defensive. No, no. It's not a sport. It's athletics. Like track and field, not a sport. It's athletics. It's, what, what's, it's athletics, barely a difference. Uh, well, dude, they're sprinting, right? Yeah, no, but it, I mean, it's barely a difference where you, you, you've but made some broad... Well, in sports, you're, you're you combined... you defined your own things you're, here. You're like throwing, catching, jumping, leaping, running. You're doing a bunch of stuff. If you're just like if you're just running, that's athletics. And athletic, athletics is one step up from like golf also. Like I consider track more of a sport than golf. How? Because they're way more... They're better athletes at track than they are at golf. Put a golfer in any other sport... They like they won't be able to do anything. That's fair. You take that's fair. Other athletes, put them in golf, and they're like Ovechkin can hit holes in ones and shit. Anyone can hit a hole in one. Ovechkin's my awesome. friend's girlfriend has two holes in one. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, I thought that was a sex joke. No, <laughs> no, just two. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Megan. Anyways, uh, yeah, no golf sucks. And you just name something, I'll tell you if it's a sport or not. Yeah, I've been trying to think of things. Uh, ping pong sport what yeah fuck you those guys are athletic and <laughs> no, they're playing they're offense not. and defense have you seen the pros they're not athletic you, you're telling me you're telling badminton me. for sure no you're telling me those guys can go to other sports and do well no well th- that was your point with golf that was one of my points that was one of my points they, they're not athletes they're more they play a game they're more athletes than badminton golfers. yes for sure, badminton. Badminton, for sure. Ping pong, I'm on the fence about. Badminton, for sure, it's a sport. 100%. They're Golf's running around. Sport, they're hitting fucking stuff. Badminton and ping pong is a sport. Pickleball. I don't know what pickleball is. It's retarded ping pong and slash tennis. You play with a giant ping pong paddle. and Against hit a, the wall? Hit a ball over a net. No. Hit one of those wiffle balls. It's like played with wiffle balls. Or red something. butt? I would consider that a sport. <laughs> Golf still not a sport. Red ass? Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm t- I'm just trying to think of gym class, dodgeball, sport. Fuck you. Yeah, dude, it's athletics. You're running, jumping, throwing, and dodging. It's all and offense and defense. It has all. It fits all the criteria. Golf is infinitely harder. Doesn't make it a sport. Rally car driving, pr- really fucking hard. Not a sport. Those guys are athletes. They have quick reflexes. It doesn't make them athletes. Yeah, but they have—they have no. They have cardio and everything. It's hard to do that. I don't know because I've never tried it. But they're not—they're using a fucking car. 
<laughs> so <laughs> true doesn't really count for me. I mean, they're four four forties, probably not that good, but like rodeo, not a sport, but maybe calf roping. Maybe there's no defense. There's no defense. That's true. It doesn't it doesn't fall into my. What criteria. about running with the bulls? Uh, hilarious, not a sport. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're allowed to. Uh, no, it's not a sport. I love when those people get gored. I don't know why people do it. We talked about this with the cheese mm-hmm. race like two podcasts ago. Just because cheese everybody's race? doing it. Cheese wheel down the hill. Did we not talk about no. that? The po- I was talking about this with my brother, I guess. Just like, you know those people that chase the wheel of cheese down the hill every year? Yeah. Have you seen that? It's hilarious. They go fucking all out. And it's like. Oh, they all. People die. They, they get hurt. Yeah. All the time. And you're like, yeah. why would anybody do that? Now that Just we say have. say you the, did it. I guess. But now that you have the internet. Now that I've seen so many people. Like those fail videos. If people like. Not even doing something cool. Like a guy trying to jump his bike up the mm-hmm. curb, like breaks his neck. You're like, I really don't feel like taking very many risks like that anymore. Like what's the, po- the, the, the loss, the downside is so much worse than any potential upside. Yeah, but you won't do it. I won't. I mean, I'd do it. <laughs> if you said I wouldn't do it, I'd have to do it. It's so easy. You won't do it. How about, uh, how about uh, American Gladiators? Huh. There's offense, there's defense, and they're athletic. Yeah, so I guess it's a sport. Fuck you! No, it's not. That's I mean, not a sport, and golf's a sport. It's not really a sport because there's not like championships, and it's different every time. Like they're not really. Well, there's a championship for the day. Champion for the day. It's more a sport than golf. I'll give it that <laughs> for sure. Golf is a fucking sport. People hitting each other with Nerf footballs you're, as you're a sport You're playing in dress pants, okay? You're wearing dress pants, and you ride around a fucking cart. I guess the pros have to walk, don't they? Everyone walks. Whatever. Well, I, I can't stand golf, and I can't stand elitist douchebag golfers that call it a sport all the time. Anyways, let's get in the Bible here, Kyle. So we are in the book of Numbers. Does she have some message or something? I do. Uh, last week on the podcast, we read about, uh, you know, how many Israelites there were in the desert wandering for 40 years. And so I put it to Reddit today in uh, ask, ask a Christian. I was like, so because we talked about how many people that would be in the camp, like compared yeah. it to Woodstock and stuff. I like the Woodstock comparison. So this one guy Even wrote it's way bigger than Woodstock. An epically long post about it. But I just wanted to quote one thing about the graves. Okay, so let's examine the time. This is quote unquote uh, Subaric or something. It's Saberus backwards. Um, I asked him if I could use this. He said, yeah. Um, Let's examine the timeline. The journey took 40 years and none of the original group survived since only the non-slaves were mentioned into the new lands. We haven't read that yet, but God curses the Israelites. So none of them that were alive when they left Egypt arrive in the promised land. Are you fucking kidding so me? So 40 years and they're so all going to die. them over? All of them. No, no, no. You, no, the Israelites fucked themselves over and God enforces the rules. Okay. You should know better by now, Kyle. Right. So that means 40 years is 1,400, 600 days. On average, 12 people had to die every single day. Assuming no newborns ever died in 40 years and only the Egyptian born died. Funerals, um, anyways, skipping ahead a little bit. So assuming that, this means we should find on average 14,600 grave sites of a dozen people in the area. <laughs> Let's say bur- if they buried everyone for the whole week, which is severely... And that's an unbelievably conservative yeah, estimate, too. This would make things worse. They'd be burying 84 people at a time once per week. Um, 
Sure, but again, if even 1% of the human skeletons survive, we'd find 5,000 skeletons. So, and they, they've uncovered nothing. So that's yeah. just like... So they didn't even... But know. that was just a really good point that I like. I never considered how many people would have had to die in that Me neither. I think area. we mentioned it, but we forgot about burying them. Yeah. We totally forgot about burying them, plus ceremonially burying them. Oh, yeah. Because it has to be... Every day. Yeah. Every day. That's your job now. It's crazy. That that's becomes your job. And let, and then as they, a society. they didn't find any like tools, refuse, clothing, anything else. So yeah, maybe God cleaned it up. I mean, you ever think of that? You could do. You could say that because that, that's what they said with the water and the manna from heaven. Yeah, right. God cleaned it up. To, the, this guy says later in his post how much water they would need for five hundred thousand people. They say yeah, they're in the desert. Um, Let's consider water. Women need 2.7 liters. Men need 3.7 liters per day. Let's average that down to three. That's 1.5 million liters of water every day. That's a liter of water weighs 2.2 pounds. So that's 3.3 million pounds of water every day. That's a total of something like 48 trillion pounds of water. Yeah, but you're assuming they're digging a well. In 40 years. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that's or carrying it with them or God. It can't be. It can't be. You'd no. have to be digging wells. In a desert. Well, there's water in deserts. D- deep underground. Deep far enough, yeah. I guess. Anyways, so that was just uh, one further point to hammer at home. How impossible That's a funny point. It is to ha- have these Just death in- and shit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. It's crazy. I bet you they had to move camp every day because like, once a week, they're going to have to bury bodies and leave for new shitholes. But they c- most people, not most... Some people think they wandered the desert for 40 years, and other people think they stayed in one place for 38 years and then finished the trip in two years, even though it's a four-day journey. They're both really implausible. Yeah. So let's get into it. Um, last week, we left on the the Levite clans, and now we are at chapter five in Numbers, um, the purity of the camp. Did you, were you the one that told me the shit face thing? What shit face thing? Why, why shit-faced is a thing? No. Because I was just thinking, like, when society sets up, it's one of its biggest problems is sewage. Yeah. Like, getting rid of that stuff, right? Yeah. So, apparently, I can't remember where this was in England or something like that. They would have a bucket that they shouldn't piss in all day, right? Mm-hmm. And then, every, a certain time of night, everyone, dumped, everyone dumped their buckets. And it was, like, four in the morning or something. So, when drunk people... And you had to yell the slogan out your window to know that you're about to throw it, right? So, like, get out of the way? Yeah. But when drunk people... And it was, everyone said the exact same thing. But when drunk people were walking... Say? I can't remember. It was in a different language. Shit below! What just oh. happened? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I hit the... <laughs> Is that good now? I think it's okay. Okay. So, what happened was they would, uh, what, whatever, throw the shit out the window. But drunk people would come back and they'd be too fucking hammered yeah. to realize what time of night it was. And people would yell the thing out the window, and instead of getting out of the way, they would look up to see what they yelled. <laughs> and that's why they're called shitface. Huh. Today I learned. Yeah. The Lord said to Moses, Command the Israelites to send away from the camp anyone who has an infectious skin disease or a discharge of any kind or who is ceremonially unclean because of a dead body. Send away male and female alike. Send them outside the camp so they not defile their camp where I dwell among them. The Israelites did this. They sent them outside the camp. They did just as the Lord instructed yeah, Moses. Don't, don't defile the camp with unclean people, but also shit and bury your dead bodies in camp. No, obviously, don't touch dead bodies. But yeah, I know what you mean. And the camp's huge. 
um, restitution for wrongs. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, When a man or a woman wrongs another in any way and is so unfaithful to the Lord, that person is guilty and must confess the sin he has committed. He must make full restitution for his wrong, add one-fifth to it, and give it to the person he has wronged. But if the person has no close relative to whom restitution can be made for the wrong, the restitution belongs to the Lord and must be given to the priest. <laughs> They're really collecting a lot of uh, debts here. That's so Not even owed to them. Man, I always thought it was the Catholic Church that did all this shady shit, but that's like right in the text. Yep. Oh, man, turns out we can't give it to the guy, but... Don't worry, we're still collecting. Also, they're kind of assuming someone wronged him so much he's dead. Um, it just says, if no close relative to whom can... Yeah, why wouldn't you just give it to him? He's, yeah. Because he's assuming he's dead, right? Uh, yeah, but if the person... If he's not around or if they can't find a close relative, you give it to the Lord. <laughs> Man, I mean, What else are you going to do? You can't I guess not pay it. When If you were to, like... Hit someone through your car and kill them. Yeah. Do you get fined or just prison? You have insurance. You have insurance. Yeah. But so insurance pays out. Yeah. You have usually let's, a million liability. Let's say that person yeah. dies and has no close relative, like the Bible says. Does that money then go to the state, the government? I have no idea. I think the insurance company gets away with one. So, yeah. Even, so in modern times, it doesn't just go. The money doesn't go to somebody. I actually don't know the answer to that. That's interesting. Like, if you're an only, you have no close relatives and you die in a car accident and it's their fault and they have liability. Yeah. Who? I guess the money wouldn't go anywhere. It would go to the, it would go to the estate, but then the estate would probably end up going to the government, to be honest. <laughs> so that's, I guess this is still in practice. Because where would it, where would an estate go that has nowhere to go? Um, where would it default to? Probably, probably the government. The, I guess nearest of canon then the government. Yeah, or, if no one no one claims it, of course it goes to the government. Weird. But if that person has no close relative, blah blah blah, um, the restitution belongs to the Lord and must be given to the priest along with the ram with which the atonement <laughs> is made. Just, they're really tagging that on a lot more than they used to, eh? Yeah. Everything goes to the priest now. They're getting a little greedy. I guess there's a lot more of them. There are thousands of them now. Yeah, and do you think they divide that evenly? By the way, no. Or do you think the first? Do you think there's a pecking order of who gets to take the good shit first? I think they're totally a pecking order. Like last chapter, we read about uh, the yeah. Marites, the Gershonites, the Korsh, the Koholites, or whatever. Or the Marites aren't even allowed to look at the certain <laughs> sacred <laughs> instruments, and they're like yeah. the low tier. They're the shit tier priests. That's kind of a bum rap, eh? Yeah. Um, my daughter might marry a Levite. Oh, really? Which clan? A Marriott. Oh, oh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> it's kind of weird that they're holy and they're... they're Not allowed to look? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it is. Um, That guy must have done something. He must... Aaron must really have... Really pissed of, off the... Yeah. Guy fucked someone else's wife or something. So, all the sacred contributions the Israelites bring to a priest will belong to him, the priest. Um, oh, Just whatever priest gets it? Yeah. That's what it says. It says the priest. I assume. So the first priest to like get the shit given to him, he gets to eat it and spend it and use it for God. At this point, right, there's only the tabernacle and all the sacrifices are going on at the gate of the tabernacle. Yeah. Later in Israelite in Israel, I'm sure there was like local temples. Is that true? I th I mean there was 
temples in each town that everywhere that people would live, there would be a temple. Of course, yeah. But now there's only the one. So can you have multiple tabernacles for God? Or? No, there's only the one tabernacle. But that tabernacle doesn't last forever. Eventually, um, Solomon decides he's going to build a, a huge like palace for the Lord. The tabernacle oh, serves okay. its purpose, and he's going to upgrade. Does that exist? Um, I think it's ever? been bur- burned down. Or but it did down. exist at one point. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's why. So I, once it gets burned down, does God not have a home on Earth anymore? Jerusalem is such a fucking giant deal. Because it's both the Jew, the Jews, the Muslims, and the Christians' holy spot. They all claim to have the temple there. That's why if you just... What do you mean, the temple? There's a big temple there. I don't know if it's so the that's, same that's temple. So that's God's place on earth? Yeah. Is in Jerusalem? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it. So that's why everyone fights over it. Yeah. I really never understood it. I got that they all thought Wanted. it was some kind of holy land. Yeah. I didn't know why. That's why. But if that's God's altar on earth, that makes sense why everyone would fight over it. Because that's what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's hard for me to be mad at them now. <laughs> Dude, that's why it's like, let's just nuke that place. Just see what happens. Just fucking level it. Nothing would happen. Nothing. No, everyone would be mad, though. You'd piss off all <laughs> all three of the big ones. What if, what if you drop a nuke, right? Mm-hmm. No one knows who did it? Could you imagine? The Muslims did it. Well, that's who. No, well, whoever you are, it's the other. The Muslims couldn't have done it. No, no, no. they throw rocks. No, you know what I mean. No, it's wherever you are, the other team did it. The Muslims say the Christians did it. The Christians say the Muslims did it. Probably no one would blame. It would be the Christians. Yeah, because the Jews wouldn't do it because they live there, right? Mm -hmm. They currently occupy it, so they're winning. Mm -hmm. The Muslims wouldn't do it because most of them do not have the firepower. They do not have nuclear technology for the most part. No, but they could smuggle it or steal some. Yeah, but. It's harder than it sounds. Yeah. And then who has all of it? <laughs> the Christian nation of the U.S. of A, baby. Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. So who's more likely, you know? Probably Donald Trump. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> obviously. I think he likes the Jews, though. Doesn't he openly say he likes uh, yeah. Israel? Yeah, he does. Yeah. All the so sa- I guess he wouldn't. Back to the Bible, verse 9. All the sacred contributions the Israelites bring to the priest will belong to him. Each man's sacred gifts are his own, but what he gives to the priest will belong to the priest. All right. The test for the unfaithful wait, wait. life. Yeah. He can give gifts to God and to the priest? Each man's sacred gifts are his own, but what he gives to the priest will belong to the priest. So you give it to, to the priest, basically. To give to, to God. But so the there's priest no take, keeps it. There's no take backsies. No. Like, there's no, uh, they're not playing, uh, what's that Christmas game where you. Secret steal, Santa? No, the one where you steal each other. Yankee swap. They're not Yankee swapping all these gifts for God. No. They're, they're, you know Yankee Swap, you like you get a present, but then you open it, and then someone can steal it from you. Yeah, and it's funny that even in the language, even in the writing, it used to be like you what give this to the Lord, and now it's give to the priest to give to the Lord, and now it's just give to the priest. Yeah, they don't even say anymore. <laughs> yeah. They just assume the Lord's gonna get it. Well, it did he'll say, hear about it. He'll at least hear about how much I enjoyed it. It did say give to the Lord, but give it to the priest, but then at the end it says just give it to the priest. So anyways, this is the test for the unfaithful wife. This is what I wanted to read last podcast. Then the Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and say to them, if a man's wife goes astray and is unfaithful to him, I love right away. It doesn't. It just assumes it's the woman right away. Well, it is. There's no guys doing this. No, no, no. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of funny. I thought you meant you're just assuming. Well, it's both. 
It's both. It's both the people who cheated. Yeah, but if it's a man's wife goes astray, it doesn't say if a man cheats on his <laughs> yeah, wife. That's hilarious. No, it's just assumed. Yeah. Why would he cheat when he can just get another wife? <laughs> you know what I mean? The woman can't get another husband. Well, what if he cheats with somebody else's wife? He's married and he cheats with somebody else's wife. Then it becomes also his wife. I don't know how it works. <laughs> it sounds like you just fuck a bunch of people and they either become your slave or your wife. You know, <laughs> one of the two. Paradise. Can you have a slave that's married to someone else? So speak to the Israelites and say to them, if a man's wife goes astray and is unfaithful to him by sleeping with another man, and this is hidden from her husband and her impurity is undetected. So if he tells her it's cool? No, 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 no. Oh. And this is hidden. This is, if he tells her she gets, I'm pretty sure she gets I mean, stoned. I she tells him, sorry. I think she gets, her. I think he gets stoned or she gets stoned. Actually, I shouldn't make that up. I don't know what happens to her, but it's not good. I'm sure she gets stoned for everything, but. I'm just guessing. But right listen now. to this. This is the test for the unfaithful wife. So this is when you don't know. Oh. So. Oh, this is going to be good. And so this is hidden from her husband. I'm and taking her, notes. And her imp- impurity is undetected. Since there is no witness against her and she has not been caught in the act. And if feelings of jealousy come over the husband and he suspects <laughs> his wife. No way. And she, is, and she is impure. Or if he is jealous and suspects her even though she is not impure. He is to take his wife to the priest. He must also take an offering of a tenth of an ephah of barley flour on her <laughs> behalf. He must not pour oil on it or put incense on it because it is a grain offering of jealousy and a reminder <laughs> offering to draw attention to guilt. Is that a sin? What? Jealousy. No. Just coveting your other neighbor's shit? Coveting is, I think, different than jealousy. Coveting is want wanting okay, yeah. something you're not supposed to yeah, want. True. Jealousy is... Uh, how would you define jealousy or like it's I just have that. Hey, jealousy song stuck in my head now. Hey, jealousy. I don't know it. Yeah, that wasn't a good uh, representation. How would I define jealousy? Jealousy is when I don't know. I think it would be uh, something to do with. Uh, fuck that stuff. Because <laughs> it's like depends on context. No, I'm trying to define it's what, it. It's when properly. you want something. You want someone to behave a certain way and they're not behaving that way or they're giving someone attention and you want that attention. I think that's how I would define jealousy. I mean, that's a specific definition. You want to know how I got cured of jealousy? Actually, I want to read this first and I'll tell you after how I got cured of jealousy. So, um, so if if he suspects her and you let your buddy fuck your girlfriend in front of you, I'll tell you later. (laughs) Okay. Almost. <laughs> oh, God. And God. he suspects his wife that she's impure, or if he's jealous and suspects her, even though she's non pure, he just take his wife to the priest, give her the offering, um, because not to put incense on it because it's his grain offering for jealousy, a reminder offering to draw attention to guilt, a reminder offering. That's saying it's like, hey, God, here's a little bit of, uh, here's a little bit of stuff. Can, can you draw attention? I want to draw attention to this, and I want you to notice. You have to remind God of stuff. That that I actually actually makes sense to me. <laughs> he never pays attention. He's got, people act like he's paying attention all the time. He is and listening God to everything you say. God has their best interests at heart. He and, never pays attention you know, to anybody. Kyle, God is watching all the time. He cares about everyone the same, and he wants only good things to happen to you. But bad things happen all the time, and no one can explain it. Hmm. I don't think he wants good things. I didn't hear that. Mm, no, God wants. He just said he loves you. Uh, and honestly, not even me, just the Jews so far. Just the Jews. And a couple other people earlier on. So this is what happens. The priest, he seems to not give a fuck about literally everyone else. No, and I'm he, the everyone else. He doesn't. Yeah. The priest shall bring her and have her stand before the Lord. 
Then he shall take oh, some. That's gonna be great. Then he shall take some holy water in a clay jar and put some dust oh, yeah. from the tabernacle floor in the water. <laughs> That'll do it. After the priest has had the woman stand before the Lord, he shall loosen her hair and place his hands in the remain in the reminder offering. What? What? I think that's like put in your, the in the hay. Put your hair down, and he puts his hands in the water with the dust in it. Okay. Oh, not the. Or no, yeah, yeah, no, in the incense. Put his hands in the reminder offering. That's right. That's what that is. Okay. After the priest has said to the woman, blah, 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 um, he shall put her hands in the reminder offering, the grain offering for jealousy, while he himself holds the bitter water that brings a curse. Then the priest shall He put holds the water while he puts his hands in the offering? I think he holds the water. Maybe he holds the water with one hand and puts his hand in says the hands. grain. It says hands. says plural. Okay. God doesn't make he puts mistakes. It, he puts it on his I think lap. He, has to, <laughs> he puts it in between his legs. He has to balance legs. it on his head or something. Okay. He puts it in between his legs and puts his hand in the grain offering. Oh, like he's playing that game where you have to like walk with a balloon between your legs? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, he's really making it difficult. <laughs> then. And he can't spill any or he doesn't get the curse to find out if his wife's a whore. Then the priest shall put the woman under oath and say to her, I love that. You're under oath. That would probably scare the fucking shit out of somebody back then. It's a ritual. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, rituals do have a tendency to make people believe in nonsense. Yep. Um, George Carlin on swearing on the Bible is fucking awesome. What if the Bible's upside down? What if it's Chinese Bible? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's a backwards, upside down Chinese Bible? <laughs> so, and then, so he puts her under oath and he used to say to her, if no other man has slept with you and you have not gone astray and become impure while married to your husband... May this bitter water that brings a curse not harm you. But if you have gone astray while married to your husband and you have defiled yourself by sleeping with another man other than your husband, here the priest is to put the woman under this curse of the oath. May the Lord cause your people to curse and denounce you when he causes your thigh to waste away and your abdomen to swell. May this water that brings Fuck. a curse enter your body so that your abdomen swells and your, ha- and your thigh wastes That's away. That's literally starving to death. That's what happens when you starve to death. Then say, and then the woman is to say, amen, so be it. The priest is to write these curses on a scroll and then wash them off into the bitter water. He shall have the woman drink the bitter water oh, that brings poisoning. a curse. He's poisoning them. <laughs> you can just tell they're poisoning them already. And the water will enter her and cause bitter suffering. The priest is to take from her hands the grain offering for jealousy, wave it before the Lord, and bring it to the altar. The priest is to then take a handful of the grain offering as a memorial offering and burn it on the altar. Because <laughs> you, you don't want to forget this. After that, he is to have the woman drink the water. Again? If she has defiled herself, um, no, first he writes the curse on it, and then he washes yeah. that off in the water. Now she's to drink it. Oh, I thought she did already. Oh, okay. Um if she has defiled herself and has been unfaithful to her husband, then when she is made to drink the water that brings a curse, it will go into her and cause bitter suffering. Her abdomen will swell and her thigh waste away, and she will become a curse among her people. If, however, the woman has not defiled herself, she is free from impurity, and, the, and she will be cured, cleared of guilt and able to have children. This then, and then again, her abdomen will swell. This then is the law of jealousy when a woman goes astray and defiles herself while married to her husband or when feelings of jealousy come over a man and he because he suspects his wife <laughs> so you poison your wife the priest is to have her stand before the lord and is to apply this entire law to her the husband will be innocent of any wrongdoing but the woman will bear the consequences of her sin so even oh but she won't nothing will happen if she drinks it and she's not 
So if she if you didn't do didn't it, stray. dude, this is the old medieval trial by fire. Oh yeah, they're poisoning if all these witch, women. If yeah. she's a witch, the fire will burn her. If she's not a witch, she won't get. Turns out, ninety nine percent of them were witches. They all got burned by the fire. It turns like God knows God knows their heart. Is that what the witch trial was? Uh. Well, the Salem witch trials were different, but they used to have uh, trial by fires. They used to have like they'd throw a woman in a river, and if she drowned, she was guilty. She was guilty because God let her die. Yeah. Oh, exactly. That kind of makes sense. So, that's, oh, that's so fucked up. Women who miscarry are all of a sudden, oh man, she fucking cheated on her husband. That's what that's what happened. Wow. <laughs> they just stand like no chance at all, and I love that if you even if you suspect your wife. You're allowed to bring this to her. And look, if she didn't do it, no harm, no foul on the husband. But like clearly, though, how there's no magic and none of this is real. Mm-hmm. People, priests were just poisoning women based on their snap judgment of whether they're a whore or not. Maybe. It doesn't. Dude, I guarantee you the shit they wrote on the pen and then washed into the bowl was poison. You think so? Yeah. Why else would that happen? That's a symptom of like poisoning and starving to death. Their thighs get skinny and their abdomen swells. Yeah. That's starving to death. And probably. I mean, it makes sense to me. So they're poisoning. It's they're funny poisoning to, them for sure. It's funny to me that they write into the law like, look, no one knows if she did it or not. There's only one way to find out. We got to bring her to the thing, make her drink the water that has dirt in it from the floor and some other stuff. And it's a cursed water. But look, if she didn't do it, she won't be cursed. That's a foolproof <laughs> method. I like how you can't just ask God. And, He's always watching. Shouldn't you be able to ask him? You'd think you could be able to ask him, considering the priest is talking to God all the time. Yeah, you just have to do magic spells. And, they literally say curse. That's the first time they've said it in the Bible. Yeah, curse. And I like also that no matter what, if she's guilty or not, the husband is innocent of all wrongdoing. <laughs> <laughs> what did she get sick from dirt water? And you'll notice there was no punishment for the guy that cheated on with this girl i'm not even surprised I know, it's at this just, point it's just yeah. hilarious um so yeah the way i got cured of jealousy was um, oh yeah my first girlfriend i found out that like it's gonna be sad well i before i ever ever met i ever met her i found out that like a few of my friends had, had uh jammed her and i was like so mad and then uh tried to fight him and then you, you tried to fight them before you dated her no no, no this was after Oh, like, you were dating. They were. Da- I was. I was currently dating her, and they're all like, "We jammed her," and I was like, "Real mad." Wow. And then um, they're trying to. That's fucked up, though. To yeah. be like, hey, we fucked your girlfriend. And then my one, fr- my crazy friend. <laughs> I guess you should be mad. My crazy friend. Your friends do that. Uh, this was at my own house party. This is at my house party in the the kitchen of my house. My crazy friend found bear mace in the in the garage. And like bear mace the whole like upstairs of the party trying Why? to trying to get this one guy. So my house was like reeked of bear mace for like three days. And then um nothing really came of it. I ended up fighting that guy. He's like my best friend now. He beat the shit out of me. For real? Oh yeah. He's like the number two wrestler in Canada at the time. Oh dude. He picked me up and Bad me idea. And just beat my face into the concrete. Um but then like after that And then you had to go back to your girlfriend like that? My cool, all broken. My cool roommate, who was like four years older than me, that I kind of like looked up to. He's like, dude. Throughout your whole life, girls are gonna be jamming dudes that aren't you. Who cares? You've jam- You're gonna have you jammed girls that weren't her? I was like, no. <laughs> and he's like, well, you. Oh, will. you haven't? No. Oh, you never did at the time. <laughs> no, that was my first girlfriend. Oh, okay. And then he's like, 
well, you will. And after you do, you won't care. And I was like instantly cured of jealousy for my entire life. Never, never face me again. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, dude, you don't own them. They, you do yeah. That's not what the Bible says. That's <laughs> not what the Bible says. <laughs> Chapter six, the Nazarite. The Could Lord- you imagine if I started telling everyone I'm going to start living my life by the Bible and just turn into an even shittier person? Yeah, I could imagine that. <laughs> oh, you could. Okay, good. I like those man. There's like a few people that have done it now, like uh, YouTubers and like authors that like uh, live by the Bible every day. Like it's impossible. They say it, they, it they, depends what rules you. you they try to, to do it, but do you? I don't think we could do it for one day. Just with the we'd types have to of ignore some things. The types of cloth and the food. You're just gonna break rules. You're gonna sin at some point. And then you're going to have to kill an animal and burn it, and you're not going to be able to. You're oh, not- yeah. They're, well, excluding sacrifice. Well, then you're not doing it. Fair enough. And <laughs> that's kind of the a main part. Yeah, but the the New Testament takes away sacrifice. I don't care. I meant Old Testament. You think you could live one day Old Testament? I mean, for as a god. Ignoring the fact that you can't actually avoid yeast. Um, Probably. You just don't. So what are the laws? I don't really want to. No, we don't have time to yeah. go through this on the podcast, but you're just you're not allowed to touch a girl that's had her period. Don't touch any bugs. Yeah, you could probably do it for a day. No mixed cloth. I wouldn't be lying with any other men, I don't think. <laughs> that's a you think. The Nazarite. As soon as I found out the day you chose, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, by the <laughs> way. Dude, I also looked up because I couldn't believe you couldn't find any gay Congo trains. I found that immediately when I got home. Maybe they type the right thing. Bareback gay train. That's all you have to type. And do they fuck like that? Oh, yeah. Like a conga? Like yeah. in line? There was. I didn't watch very long, but uh, it appeared. Because a train doesn't mean that. What? There's a bunch of guys. A train that, just means a bunch of people taking turns fucking one person. No, no, no. It was all in a row. They were in a long That's line. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew it had to exist. I just didn't think it would be called a conga train. It wasn't called. It was called a gay bareback train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Nazarite. Gay people have a lot of fun, eh? The, I mean, you must. It be. It seems like it's just like high fives and blowjobs. I heard that. I heard it's mostly not that, but there's a comic called Tim Dillon. Yeah. He's hilarious, and he talks about this shit sometimes. Yeah. And he's like, you wouldn't expect he's gay. He's got like a really deep Brooklyn accent. Yeah. And he's like. Yeah, it's exactly what you think it is. He came over, we sucked each other's dicks, then we watched football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. The Lord said to Moses. Which is what everyone thinks, which is like, never is that, but sorry. It just sounds like, it just seems like awesome if you found like some dude that you just like were hanging out with, you guys made each other laugh all the time. It's like, you want to suck my dick? It's like, fuck yeah, I want to suck your dick. Yeah, but women are soft, you know? Yeah, they are. I think even gay dudes say that. I like boobs, too. Boobs yeah. are my favorite. The Lord said to Moses, speak to guys don't have hips. Uh Huh? You know, dudes don't really have like wide hips. I got hips. (laughs) My hips don't lie. (laughs) Okay. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and say to them, if a man or a woman wants to make a special vow, a vow of separation to the Lord as a Nazarite. Now, why would they want to do this? If they so if a man wants to make a special vow, he must abstain from wine and other fermented drink. And he must not drink vinegar made from wine or from any other fermented drink. He must not drink grape juice or eat grapes or raisins. I thought wine was made from vinegar. 
Um, yeah, I mean, you're vinegar not was made from wine. Yeah, you're, well, there's wine. Maybe vinegar. not all of it. There's wine vinegar and other vinegar, but no, nothing fermented. So, um, <laughs> you must not drink grape juice or eat grapes or raisins, just in case he preemptively. <laughs> they were a little old, and they accidentally <laughs> fermented on their own. As long as he is a Nazarite, he must not eat anything that comes from the grapevine, not even the seeds or skins. You know, it's kind of funny. Back in Prohibition, they used to sell grape juice kits, right? Yeah. Or it's just like grape juice powder and a couple other things, and like yeast, obviously. And they're like, whatever you do, don't mix this together and leave it in your cupboard for two weeks. It'll make a dangerous alcohol solution. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> awesome. like a giant warning. Uh, during the entire period of his vow of separation, no razor may be used on his head. He must be holy until the period of his separation to the Lord is over. Why is he doing this? It doesn't say why. It just says if you want to make a special douchebag vow. A vow oh, of separation okay. to the Lord. If you want to, if this is why is this like, different from the other ones? Uh, th- this is for like the neckbeard Jews, like the guys that are just like want to go like that much harder. They're like, I'm going to be a Nazarite and not have anything grapes, and no razor will touch my head, and I'll be a separate <laughs> special douche. Sounds like a vegan to me. It could be a vegan douche, any type of douche, really. Uh, throughout the period of separation to the Lord, he must not ever go near a dead body. Even his own father or mother or brother or sister dies, what? he must not make himself ceremonially unclean on account of them because the symbol of his separation to God is on his head. So Th- this is like just extra sacrifice to get on his graces? Yeah. Although he's not watching, so... <laughs> do you ever once in a while, do you give a, a different priest a bunch of grain so God pays attention to your I bet little you sacrifice? Up. <laughs> Throughout the period of his separation, he's consecrated to the Lord. If someone dies suddenly in his presence, thus defiling the hair he is dedicated. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's because it's your hair. You're not allowed to touch your hair. God likes long hair. Thus, that's why Jesus always had long hair in the pictures. Huh. No, that's not why. I don't, oh. know. I don't know. that. I was going to like, that makes sense to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if someone dies suddenly so in his God presence. God doesn't like you touching your hair? No, the Nazarite is no razor shall touch their head. Is that why they have the curly things? No, because those are. Remember, before it said, "Do not shave the corners of the beards." Right, the right. Of the, that's this okay. is no hair getting touched. So, if someone dies suddenly, thus defiling the hair he is dedicated, he must shave his head on the day of cleansing, the the seventh day. On the eighth day, he must bring two doves or two young prisons to the pigeons to the priest at the entrance to the tent of oh, meeting. Are they going to break the? Bird's neck the priest is to offer one as a sin offering, the other as a burnt offering to make atonement for him because he sinned by being in the presence of a dead body. That is some bullshit. Now, if you do this shit, you fucking deserve that. You fucking deserve it. He sinned. Okay. That just. He's asking for God to, like, pick on him more. Yeah. By doing that, that's what you're doing. He <laughs> deserves it. I'm glad that's happening to but him. But the fact that they call it a sin. So a sin usually means something you did. Not always. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's something you thought, yeah. or sometimes you should have done something and you didn't do it, but it's usually on you. This has nothing to do with him. If someone dies in his presence, that's a sin. You committed a sin. Like, a sin is something you commit. I guess, because yeah, you said you wouldn't. How does that even make you unclean? Well, God hates not it. Not by any of the other rules. God loves death. Since when does he not like it? He doesn't. Okay, here's what you're misconstruing. The fact that he does it all the time doesn't mean that he likes it he thinks i mean that's confusing it hasn't actually said that he likes death it's never said that anywhere I we've mean, we've inferred it yeah because he killed 
commands you to kill things and burn them. And then he's commanded- And he likes the aroma. The pleasing aroma. He likes that, at least. And he said, um, you know, kill all these people, kill these people, destroy the memory of the Amicalites, like all that kind of shit. Yeah, no shit. Some fucking but he's dark ne- stuff. He's, ne- he's never said, like, I like that. So he's just doing it on behalf of... It's more punishment-based than it is his enjoyment-based. Seems like he really enjoys punishing. It does seem that way, hmm. doesn't it? But God apparently doesn't like death, even though he's the main source of it. I couldn't believe that when someone told me that as a fact what? when I was younger, when they go, God kills this however many thousands of people directly in the Bible, right? Yeah. And then they go, the devil kills six or whatever the number is. Yeah. And you're like, no, fuck, no, that's not true, man. <laughs> that's not true. The devil's bad. The devil. We haven't even been introduced to the devil yet. Uh, I bet he doesn't have a large speaking role. He does. Oh, does he? Well, not like that big, but him and God get in arguments. Oh, that's cool. And he mostly gets he gets free reign on the earth to wander back and forth and do what he wants. And he kind of just like goes around. He's more of a trickster. See, God, God likes it. He's more of a trickster than he is like diabolical. God likes chaos. <laughs> he likes death. He chooses it all the time. If you choose it all the time, I'm inferring you like it. Yeah, but he let's say he chooses it all the time and says he doesn't like it. That's what that's basically what's happening here. He's not saying it though. He's saying he, I don't know. So, anyways, so Maybe to, no, he sinned by being in the presence of a dead body. I think that diminishes what a sin is by just being in the presence of a dead body. That same day is to consecrate his head. He must dedicate himself to the Lord for the period of se- his separation. Must bring a year-old male lamb as a guilt offering. The previous days do not count because he defiled became because he became defiled during what, all his the previous days. He was like, committed. So you're basically, as long as your hair is, you're a Nazarite. So a Nazarite with real long hair is probably like really badass. Huh. Someone's hidden their tent their whole life. Uh, I'm pretty sure Samson. You ever heard of Samson? Yeah, before? with the long hair, he gets his hair cut He's off. He's a Nazarite. Oh, that's cool. And he gets superhuman strength. Dude, I just cut my hair off, and I, f- I feel like I lost my hu- superhuman strength. You look strength. way better. Really good, good idea <laughs> to defile yourself. Thanks. Now this is the I law for the Nazarite when the period of his separation is over. He is to be brought to the entrance to the tent of meeting. There he is to present his offerings to the Lord, a year-old male lamb without defect for a burnt offering, a year-old ewe lamb without defect for a sin offering, a ram without defect for a fellowship offering together with their grain offerings and drink offerings, and a basket of bread made without yeast. Holy fuck, this is the biggest one yet. (laughs) Cakes made with fine flour mixed with oil and wafers spread with oil. (laughs) All of that because somebody... God likes cake now? Dude... God likes cake. <laughs> it said that before. Did it? Yeah, cake spread with oil. Cake. That was all over Leviticus. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm just imagining. I can't believe that. I'm just imagining some Nazarite with hair down to his ass, and all of a sudden, you know, a, a fight breaks out. And Dude, guy... I would kill myself in front of these people. <laughs> <laughs> like Dick Twang Duck. Why wouldn't you? If you're like the bottom of society and you're going to do it. Might as well go up to these one of these fucking assholes and just slit your throat. Just smile at him. Yeah, just get all right on your and jugular, so like, it sprays all no, over. <laughs> this is gonna cost me a haircut, a lamb, a ram, some cakes, a bed. <laughs> I gotta sprinkle it all with oil. <laughs> the priest is to present them before the Lord and make the sin offering and burnt offering. He is to present the basket of unleavened bread and sacrifice. Uh, and is to sacrifice the ram as the fellowship offering to the Lord, together with its grain offering and drink offering. 
Then at the entrance to the tent of meeting, the the dude, it's Nazarite, but it's cut off in columns. Yeah. So it says Nazi. No way. It says. <laughs> Can the, I see the Nazi right? Nazi right? Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, then the Nazi. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> why? I why mean, hyphenate that one? You know, right? <laughs> you get a little curious. <laughs> Maybe put that one on its own. <laughs> I'm still pissed that they write the Bible. Dude, I bitched about this way back in the day, but Mm -hmm. let it be known. I'm still fucking mad that they... Why do they separate the Bible into two two fucking dumbass columns? Maybe it's more (laughs) scroll-like. It's so annoying because all the words get cut off, especially with the long names, and it makes it real harder on a guy to read. (laughs) I think you're doing a great job. Just... There's no reason for it. Just... I wonder what the reason is. Probably that's closer how it, closer to the original. I text. think it was written that way. And yeah, like in a yeah, some whatever. So how, but it's not relevant to us, and it's fucking annoying. It's the way God wanted it. <sighs> it is the way God wanted it. Maybe God, if, maybe if you read no it, no one can understand. Mysterious are the ways of the Lord. I I just put I just glory to God, Kyle. At the end of the day, when I don't understand, mm-hmm. when I think that my logical ideas and my sound reasoning gets in the way of what what I consider to be a good idea, I have to remember. God's ways are best. And then I shave my head and burn all this stuff. Dude, sometimes when I'm in a big poker hand in a tournament, God helps me out. What does he do? I go, oh, God, can you please let me river this fucking jerk off <laughs> from China? And? He helps me out. <laughs> how, what percentage of the time? Uh, depends how strong my hand is. <laughs> <laughs> God helps those who help themselves. Uh, so... Th- and then at the entrance to the tent of meeting, the Nazi, right, must shave off the hair that is, he's dedicated. He's to take the <laughs> hair and put it in the fire that is under the sacrifice of the fellowship. He's to burn his hair? Yeah. Why, why, yeah, why wouldn't you? A pleasing aroma to the Lord. He likes it? No, it doesn't say Oh, <laughs> I was going to say that's fucked. That would have bothered me. After the Nazarite. I, I swear that would have fucking bothered me. After the Nazarite has shaved off the hair of his dedication, the priest is to place in his hands a boiled shoulder of the ram. And a cake and a wafer from the basket. So weird. Both made without yeast. The priest shall then wave them before the Lord. Like, did they <laughs> this wave offering? It's like, God, do you see this fucking shit? It's as if it's like a flare. They light it on fire and you know wave funny, it. funny, though? The boiled shoulder of lamb would be soft and, like, malleable after you cooked it. So it would be, like, pieces of meat flying all over the place. So dumb. The priest it'd be slippery. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, we talked about this. It would be hard to wave. <laughs> I liked the waving the lamb like a t-shirt. <laughs> that was great. I like that, too. <laughs> they have to be doing it like that. <laughs> they are to, uh, Maybe they don't wave as fast as we do now, you know? Maybe they're slow wavers back slow then. Slow wave. Yeah. yeah, like uh, you're at a fucking... Like you're at a gay concert. I was going to say Bon Jovi concert or something. I didn't want to slander anyone in particular, so I just <laughs> slandered the gays. <laughs> 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 they are <laughs> what <laughs> oh man comedy is funnier when it's specific <laughs> except in that case <laughs> uh, the priest shall then wave them before the lord as a wave offering to the gays they are holy and belong to the priest together with the breast that was waved and the thigh that was presented. After that, the Nazarite may drink wine. What the actual fuck? 
So after What's the whole big shebang, well, he's not allowed to drink Ryan. That's part of being a Nazarite. And then oh, after that, the Nazarite. Because he's not anymore, right? Oh, because what someone. Oh, I thought this was yeah, how he... you become a Nazarite again. No, I think you're fucked. I think it's so you don't get oh. killed or something. <laughs> That's way funnier. <laughs> I know you could ruin the guy's <laughs> life. And it doesn't even say what the benefit of being a Nazarite is. So some dude. There isn't one. Devo- he's like, I'm going to be a Nazarite set apart, extra holy. Man, what? What? Oh man, I guess that's people that I think it's like a, being a hipster. No, it's like being a priest. It's like someone who's like, I'm going to join the priesthood. I'm going to devote my. I'm going to be a man of the cloth. It's kind of like how monks do it for no reason. Yeah, they find spiritual awakenedness or whatever. Probably to get closer to God is the reason. But the funny thing about a monk or a priest is, by no nothing that you ever did, if someone happened to die next to you. Your life is ruined. Your entire, <laughs> what you spent your whole life doing, some guy drops dead of a heart attack. You're Dude. like, fuck. You're- no, everyone's like, what's wrong? He's like, my life is ruined. Why? What happened? This guy died. Everyone's like, what? Won't you, aren't you sad for your, your fucking. Someone's not going to any 80th birthday parties, you know? Oh, yeah. You would just. Absolutely not. Avoid old, old people altogether. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. You'd have to. That would, ch- that would change your whole life. What if you became an old Nazarite? Well, then they would not. No one would want you around. Like Nazarites, you think they all hang out with each other? Yeah. Well, and who else all, would tolerate that weird shit that they're doing all, just all day? Super safe. Yeah. They don't take any <laughs> risks. They don't even jaywalking. No way. That's that's actually who invented hand sanitizer. I didn't know if you knew <laughs> the Nazarites. <laughs> This is the law. After that, the net. I mean, after that, the Nazarite. I guess they just got fucking wasted after that. After their whole life of not drinking. Oh, of course, no tolerance. And what's the point now? Like, drink till we die. What was the point in the first place? Uh, to be said. They apart. don't say though. No, it's very annoying. Yeah. This is the law of the Nazarite who vows his offering to the Lord in accordance with his separation, in addition to whatever else he can afford. Wow. Just the money grabs. I didn't realize how mu- how bad the actual when they when people talked about the church like just being all about money. Yeah, I was down. I didn't that. think it was like this either. It's fucking brutal. By the way, all the ten percent shit, like give away ten percent. I swear to God, I thought that was all new inventions of church. No, that's long time. Tied. I didn't know that. Yeah, it is unbelievable how much money you just give directly. They've stopped trying to hide it. I know we talked about this yeah. a little while like a little while ago. But they blatantly stopped trying to even say it's for God. I, 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 it's just four priests now, <laughs> yeah. and it's four priests because God likes them the best, I guess. Yeah. It's not even on behalf of him anymore. I and I, I like to, my favorite ones are the extra ones. It's like, hey, if you want to just give us a thank offering, let's say, or like. <laughs> They're just making them new ones a Nazarite. Hey, you, oh, here's a new class. We'll invent a Nazarite. These people can just give us whatever they want. And what, then they won't cut their hair and in they fact, catch they wine. have to. In fact, they That's have great. to. And then if somebody dies in front of them, we can take it all away. And then <laughs> they can give us more shit. It, it, I love this. In addition to whatever else he can afford. Whatever. He, you you like, have to give everything. The maximum. That's not going to kill you. <laughs> the maximum you can afford. He must fulfill the vow as he has made according to the law of the Nazarite. So, yeah. Some just sucker. Some, I guess like. You just find some pious tool, some like outcast nerd. Yeah, and you're like, that's what you know I was gonna what? say, you know some what? guy you'd that be, doesn't have a click. You know, you'd be good at. You could be a Nazarite, dude. I think you'd look good with long hair, and this way you're in the Nazarite. You're like, uh, I don't know, it's real cool being a Nazarite. You like don't get to drink wine or any vinegar or anything. <laughs> and then yeah, uh, the vinegar one kind of sucks. <laughs> like it sucks balls. <laughs> 
it's fucking okay. So do you the, think they had like girls going around like they do in uh, like recruiting nowadays? Like in World War One and Two. Oh, girls recruiting Nazareth? Probably not. But who knows? Like maybe it's kind of what they do now. It's funny. Like the door to door. Like they're trying to get you to go Christians or whatever. Even like the, I think even Mormons and stuff. I've heard mm-hmm. they get a hot girl to do all the recruiting for yeah, like teenage dudes. Fishers of men. What's that? That's well in the Bible. Jesus calls his disciples to be fish, fishers of men. So they were fishermen. He's like, I'll throw down, throw down your nets, follow me and be fishers of men. As in, like, we'll get people yeah, to follow us. But some people, some Christians, mostly weirdos, a uh, lot of cults, took that to mean, like, women, you're going to be literal fishers of men. And you're going to, like, debate these guys to, like, oh, okay, get, like, you know, like, basic, no, I know, like, all the way to, like. You know, have sex with them to trick them into coming and joining your cult. The fuck. Well, that, yeah, that's what cults do. It's weird. I like how cults control people by f- fucking the dudes or the women. <laughs> They're fucking a lot of. The, they fuck a lot of the dudes too because once you commit to that, you're you've gone past the point of no return for like how it much makes you're me invested. So mad that it works and that people still fall for it. All it does because you don't want to say it's wrong now because then you just got raped by a dude for no reason. I just read. You know uh, what I mean? Or I didn't read. I just listened to this, uh, CBC podcast about Nexium. Have you ever heard of Nexium? No. Okay, it was like I've a multi-level marketing thing, but the the product that they sold wasn't. A, it was a self betterment, so it was just like classes. Ugh. And it turns out the guy at the top idea. of this. You want to scam he claims people. he's the smartest man in the world, and he had all these hot actresses, actresses in it, like Kristen Kruk from Smallville and the other blonde Recently? Shit. Yeah, like this is super recent. It just came out. It's a really good podcast. That's a really good idea if you want but to scam he's people. he's got a harem of like hot actresses that think he's the smartest guy in the world, and he's- um, Because it's easy to convince dumb actresses you're the smartest guy in the world. And these two daughters of uh, some really rich family, they're like American royalty. It was like the- they're like an alcohol family, the Bra- Bravins, Braganos, okay. or something like. Anyways, like multimillionaires, billionaires. He took them for like fifty million and a bunch of shit. It's crazy. Like if you have, if you want to prove you're the smartest man in the world, you have to prove it against the other smartest people in the world. But if you want to get pussy, all you have to do is convince dumb actresses you're the smartest person in the world. It's a lot easier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I he's probably th- pretty smart, to be honest with you. I mean, he's, he's clearly probably- a sociopath. But I just, I, how does anyone fall for that? It makes me so mad. It, it's not hard. It makes me I so, don't think. dude, I think we talked. If you want to be a piece of shit, all these people are complete sociopaths. So they have no regard or empathy for any other, anyone but themselves. Like those books. So if you live your life like that, you can succeed pretty well. Those pickup artists. You, we talked about yeah, this. Yeah, we've so, talked about it before. Yeah, like the fact that that worked made me so depressed. Yeah, those guys are lost, lost souls, man. The du- even the dudes that do it, that can't be fulfilling. Knowing you're tricking girls with with basic. The instinct. fact that the tricks work makes me depressed. Yeah, it's because it's it's human being. It's, it's just human beings' natural reactions. How does it? Human work? beings are formulaic, man. I guess they react the same in a lot of scenarios. I feel like I don't fall. For, I feel like I'm smarter than everybody, and I never fall for that shit. <laughs> it can't be true. I grew you just up have to, you just have to be. You don't have to be smarter than everyone. You just have to be really pessimistic about every situation That's you're in. That's what I am. Because then you're like, fuck you, prove it to me. Instead of a lot of people are really trusting and they say it's a better way to live your life. But I, I can't. I don't understand that mentality. I don't understand that mentality. No. How? Why? You know, I'm going to be pessimistic. You make a grand claim. Prove it. Why did prove they... it to my fucking face right now? And also, why would things get better when most of the time they don't? I guess the reasoning is 
now you're just sad all the time. <laughs> because if you recognize how shitty the world is, you're going to be sad. But if you pretend it's good and live like it's good, maybe it will be. Do I think that's their idea. Do I don't agree with it. Do you know what I've noticed? Uh, but my dad is a real believer. He, he, those people do. Those people are but, happy as fuck. Okay. The thing is, like, he wants things to go right and believes that they're going to go right. And he's been boned, burned, like, so many things have gone wrong. Yeah. But he's done more and actually completed more and done more. Like, the people who think it's going to work, even though they suffer setbacks, it usually does work for them in mm-hmm. the long run. Or at least it works sometimes. Well, Guys like me who say it'll never work and I'm not going, I've done nothing. Well, because... Th- First of all, there's chances it'll work. So saying it'll never work is dumb. Yeah. I think it's not worth your time as possible. But here's... I think you should be optimistic in the things you can't control. Mm-hmm. If you want to live your life like that, like the outcome of the planet and AI and how long you're going to live and yeah, not- all that shit, you should probably be optimistic in that because if you're not, your life's going to be fucking miserable. But- even if you're right, how fun is it to be right? You, know? <laughs> it's- you don't really even get to enjoy it. But how can you be optimistic when... I don't know. I, 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 I'm lying to myself because what yeah. I really believe yes. is that things are going to be terrible. I think by you have to convince yourself. How? It, lying to yourself is not being optimistic. It's lying to yourself. How do you convince yourself that it's going to be fine? I don't know. Pal, I, convince I, me. I, convince I me right now on the stuff. podcast. I'm not, you're asking the wrong dude. <laughs> I'm a pessimistic asshole. Uh, fuck. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I think the world's going to go to shit. This is the priestly wrestling. Um, this is I, I, AI is scary to me. So well, it's an unknown. Yeah, and th- there's no guarantee they're gonna. AI is happening, by the way. Yeah, we're doomed. No, we're... Google and all these ma- big companies like Amazon are buying up all the AI technology before anyone can get it. Before any other billion billion dollar companies can get it. Do you know what I think? They're so aggressively buying it up. It's you know what I think though. What? I think it's. I think it's human nature. It's literally like we're going to continue to make things and explore. It's a human nature. Curiosity will go yeah. as far as we can. So we're just making the next thing that replaces humans, which isn't necessarily bad. Like whatever was before us, yeah. chimpanzees or Neanderthals. That's a pessimistic attitude. But Why yeah. is that? Whatever. It's the next step. I say bring it on. Do everything we can because to Because at some it. point, your lineage doesn't exist if you choose to continue it. Yeah, exactly. Well... <laughs> I choose not to reproduce anyways. Oh, well, there you go. So well, then you wouldn't have a problem we'll with We'll give it. birth to... A- also, would you upload your mind to the hive if you could? I thought about that. I, I would. don't know. I don't know the answer. No, I wouldn't. It's, I just said I forever. would. forever. Yeah, I know. It's that's too why scary. I, as, as soon as I said that, <laughs> I would. Forever is too scary. No way. Delete this fucking... Delete this consciousness. Take it off. Take it off the system. Because it wouldn't be any different. If you could delete... Because uh, I don't know if you listen to like... Elon Musk and all these smart yeah. people talk about. Okay, so I don't want to repeat him poorly, but essentially, if I listen to all Sam Harris and Elon Musk, if at any point humanity continues to progress uh, technology wise at any rate whatsoever, we're going to eventually have technology where reality is indistinguishable from it when you Simulations. enter it. Yeah. It's and possible we live in a simulation. It's most probable scenario. Here's what I've seen him not... I don't know if maybe I'm wrong about this, mm-hmm. but here's why I'm not seeing him make these points because I think he doesn't want to make people really bummed out. It's all, if that is true, and eventually either we kill ourselves or we're in a simulation, the chances of us being base reality is almost nothing. Because if that happens and it's guaranteed, that means there's infinite simulations, mm-hmm. effectively. Almost, almost infinite. 
I don't I don't know for sure if you could say infinite, but I bet you you can. But I don't say think infinite we, simulations. We so there's infinite there simulations, and there's one scenario where we're on the way to it. This one. Yeah, but you don't know. <laughs> I know so for the, sure. So the chances of that being the, the correct, that we're on the way to it and not already in it, is so unbelievably small. Yeah, that's considering that it's a, it's a facto that this is going to happen is. for sure. If I mean, technology progresses at any rate whatsoever and human beings don't go extinct, we will get that. A hundred percent will get that. I choose. So if that's going to happen a hundred percent of the time if we don't die, the fact that we're not dead makes it even more probable we're in a simulation. What I'm hearing you say is I should yeah. become a suicide bomber because this is a simulation. <laughs> I'm saying if you're in a simulation, it doesn't necessarily matter if you are or not. Pain exists. I get yeah, but, sad. Yeah. I like jokes. That a simulation would have the exact replication of human So then it's, then, is it re- then it's real. It is, that's, it is real. I'm not saying it's not real. Then it's it's real, real to you and yeah. me. Which makes it real. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I'm also saying it doesn't matter, but it's kind of fucking terrifying to think about. Do simulations go to heaven or hell, Kyle? Uh, effectively, maybe. Because... <laughs> Wow, thanks for that, Kyle. No, because it would <laughs> Effectively, be Effectively, maybe. It'd be up to whoever designed the simulation. That they get you get put back in another simulation? You might. Like reincarnation? It might be anything. Well, Kyle, I the Bible actually has the perfect ending to this. This is the priestly blessing. This is what how my uh dad says hello and goodbye to all his church friends. The Lord said to Moses, "Tell a- Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. So they put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. And that's the end of chapter six. Oh, that was nice. The Lord. My dad always says that. So he's nice to them at the end. May he cause his face to shine upon you. That's kind of, that's, see, I thought it was going to be a lot more of that. Sunshine and rainbows, you know? Yeah. Not death and destruction. No, that's why I wanted to read this book, so that people know how fucking bad it is. I like how people just cherry pick the nice parts to put on posters. You know what I mean? exactly. Exactly. They're not even really trying to represent the Bible at all. When you think about it, accurate representations of the Bible would look nothing like the way people uh, commemorate it. We're only about a fifth of the way into it, Kyle. That's true. I like how I don't know the story, how the story ends, but I'm already assuming. Okay, so next week on the podcast, did you learn anything today, Kyle? I don't know. The same shit. God doesn't like clean people. (laughs) Um, I like the stuff. I heard he chose another group of people that he's going to be extra mean to. I, I like the stuff about how even if you suspect your wife, you get to make her go through this. I kind of forgot about that for a second. This whole big rigmarole of bullshit. And then if at the end of the day, she didn't do anything. No, you're innocent anyways. I didn't. So is God supposed to be the one that decides whether the curse works or not? Or is it magic See, that decides? Right. Because they never well, explain God, it. The God sh- technically is the one. This is what the God says to do. It's like the whole. S- but then they call it a curse. Yeah, I know. It's which kind of it's not very godlike. Well, God is cursed, it? No, God curses people. Does he? He's cursed. Has he cursed people already? Yeah, he cursed at. He cursed Eve. Remember? Oh, with no kids. Yeah, no, no. Someone with no kids. Painful childbirth. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, remember? I remember. Did he make people barren too? Uh, yeah. yeah. So that's that's one of the main curses is barrenness. They're all towards women. God, I've noticed. Yeah, and you'll notice that God is very pro more things existing. Like if you spill your semen on the ground, that's punishable by death. Like. 
you know, all he wants people. He wants to get this experiment going. Yeah. It's been delayed a little too long. So like his curse is. So that's like a real bad thing for you to be barren. He would hate that. Oh, I just realized something. What's that? That's why everyone had so many kids, right? Because you're not allowed. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to have as many as you can. My my parents wanted to have seven. My my. What do you mean wanted to? Did Uh, they try the whole time? uh, My. My sister had some. Or did your dad start pulling out complications? And then they were like, "You probably shouldn't have more kids." That's what happens. But what what's what's is hilarious about that? Wouldn't you keep going though? That's what I you know if you really believe. Yeah. But I, I'm glad that they took the doctor. Obviously, advice. yes, me too. <laughs> but I'm surprised they did, to be honest. Yeah. They're, the fuck does he know? You know, he's not God. Uh, it's so fucking weird what they choose and pick to believe. But my grandma has nine kids. Yeah. My mom, one of them. There's people at my church with nine kids, 11 kids. There's one family with like 15 kids. And at the end, she had two late-term miscarriages because she wasn't supposed to keep having kids. So she lost twins and another one. Brutal. At the end, yeah. I mean, at that point, I don't even think she gave a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> to be straight up, I'm pretty sure I talked to her about it once and it was like, no skin off her back. She already had nine. You know what I mean? She's like, I guess that's what God doesn't want <laughs> me to have like more. It's like when you're fishing and you've already caught nine <laughs> yeah, fish and then one gets <laughs> off. You're like, I don't give yeah, a fuck. I got nine. I already limited out. I guess God doesn't want me to have more. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, did we get any emails today, Kyle? We did not. No emails. You guys, if there's anybody listening. You which... were bitching about the new, the old fucking email address. Who was? Listeners, the unfaithful. <laughs> the unfaithful. Sons of bitches. And then I go and I fucking do it. Kyle had a panic attack today. <laughs> I'm like, is it not working? <laughs> so I sent him an email <laughs> and it took maybe two minutes. And then for a minute and a half, he's like, fuck, the whole thing's fucked. <laughs> We've been getting emails this whole time. God damn it. Oh, here it came in. I guess that means we got no emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little bittersweet. So, yeah, what's the email address, Kyle? It's uh, BibleBeaters at CanadaComedy.ca. The old one still works because I forwarded it to the new one. That's beaters plural. Yeah, BibleBeaters at CanadaComedy.ca. We got Twitter. I like how you put this voice out at the end of every podcast. Do you like it? Like you're some sort of sports announcer. Yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) Dude, we got Twitter. We got got Facebook. Give us five stars. Hype us on Facebook. Guys, you've been helping out. You've been going around getting your friends. Steal their goddamn phones. Subscribe. Yeah, that's you know throw a couple downloads in there too. Hilarious prank. Take a picture of your dick and subscribe to our <laughs> podcast. Absolutely, it's been helping out. Something, something about the unfaithful. I just want to keep saying it. I love that name. <laughs> okay. Good night, Dildos. See you next time. Bye.